All right, y'all, we back. My guest today says he actually starts his day around 5.30 a.m. I would say he is crazy. That's about when I start mine, if not earlier. So at the time of recording, it was about 7 a.m., barely light out, and a smoke alarm started beeping as soon as I pressed record. Nevertheless, the podcast must go on. So let me welcome Jean, Lake Highlands High School, stand up. Possibly one of the highest academically achieving students I've ever had in my algebra classes. He hails from Togo, which is about 6,300 miles away from us here in North Texas. Academically, I can think of two gentlemen who I believe aced every quiz and test in my class. Jean is one of them. The other you heard from previously on episode six. There's a lot of big brain energy in this episode, and we speak on the importance of organization, paying attention to detail, how that actually has a direct correlation to his career and what it is he does. So again, Lake Highlands High School class of 2015, stand up. My first and only Togolese student, my brother, Jean. Now is your time to talk back to the teacher. Okay, number one, why are you up so early? <laughs> like, do you work? Do you work this morning? No. Um, so, um, I was up early because I went to walk a little bit. Um, I tried to do that at least three times a week. So today is just one of those days I was doing it. <laughs> That's why. Okay. Normally, I walk a lot in the mornings too. Make an effort to do that. I was just like, man, he's, he's going to be up early. This would be interesting. But I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm here for it. Do you, do you know why I started a podcast? I believe I went and checked out uh, a few of the podcasts and I saw the introduction. Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So my goal was to, I wonder what kind of conversations I can have with former students. And then I was like, well, why limit it to former students? And then I started interviewing like some educators that I taught with. It became something just like, hey, what about anyone that feels like sharing stories? <laughs> so it's kind of evolved. It's kind of taken its own little uh, path around education. And hold on. So if you graduated class of 2015 from Lake Highlands High School, that means you've been out of high school for almost like the last eight years. Yep. Okay. So let me tell you this. You're one of two students. First one's name was Michael. You're one of two students to score, I think, an A on every one of my assessments or quizzes in my Algebra 1 class. <laughs> that I remember specifically. Um, I also thought it was cool you had an old oh, name. I thought you were French. Are you French? I am. <laughs> okay. Yeah, well, that I knew. But you were born where? I was born in um, Lome, Togo, which is northwest of Africa. So northwest of Africa. Africa. So. Okay. You were born in Africa, but you are French. Yes. So basically, um, so French is the business language over there, right? So, yep. 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 so are you still fluent in French? I am. <laughs> okay. So you speak English extremely well, French very well. Are those the only two languages that you speak? So I've tried to take some uh, Spanish classes uh -huh. um, in high school and also in college. So I can speak to some degree, but not as fluent as I am in English and French. Yeah. All right. Well, nothing wrong with being bilingual. Nothing wrong with being uh, partially trilingual. Let me ask you this. What do you remember specifically about high school that left the best impression on you about those four years at Lake Highlands? That takes me back eight years. So uh -huh. <laughs> um, 
I would say that there was a lot of group work, right? Uh, there is a lot of uh, things that we do together in groups. But mm-hmm. um, as you leave high school, you're going to start realizing that, you know, you you start to do things by yourself. Of course, in college, you have to join groups and, you know, and all the sorts. But yeah. uh, in high school, you know, you're encouraged to do things in groups. So I really enjoy that because, trust me, it starts to get, you know, very lonely. <laughs> you start to do <laughs> things by yourself after school, uh, in college and after college as well. So that's one thing that I remember. But specifically, I wanted to say that if there's two things that I learned, the first thing is uh, to be very thankful, right? Because uh, the first thing that I recall is that a lot of people would help me um, mm-hmm. in high school. Um, I remember back in those days, I did not join people uh, during lunchtime. And so basically, teachers allowed me to join them in their class. So I stayed in uh, in teacher's class most of the time to, you know, to eat lunch there. And we had the most interesting conversation ever. Um, so again, back to what I was saying, just be thankful because, you know, people don't owe you anything, right? But they went out of their way, you know, to do things for you. Okay. Be thankful. Number two, you know, to be organized, right? Because if you're not organized, especially okay. after, you know, um, in college, you're going to be very stressed. So mm-hmm. organized. I think that's really good advice, <laughs> specifically because the organization piece, um, there's classes now, like AVID classes, I know teach a lot of that. My wife teaches AVID. But oh, outside nice. of some specific classes that target that, I think educators tell kids, you need to be more organized, and then they shrug their shoulders like, sure, I do, but we don't necessarily <laughs> Uh, equip them on how to have a system in place that actually keeps them a little more organized. Right. We can probably do a little bit better with that. And so that'll be something I make sure and, and relay to some of my students. Um, tell me about your plan after you graduate. So you graduate spring of 2015 and then your next move was to do what? So I graduated on June 15th of 2015. Then after mm-hmm. that, I went to UTA. So UTA, I went to UT, UT Austin or UT Arlington? UT Arlington. Okay. UT Arlington. Yeah. So I went there to study information systems. Okay. By doing information systems, um, there I um, I started participating in things called um, hackathons. So they're basically um, 48 hours events where our students just gather to create applications, you know, to solve real life problems. That's what I started doing. And then that's how I found UT Dallas. So oh, I right. knew for sure UT Dallas had a pretty good um, information systems program. So I transferred there. So you thoroughly enjoyed that? Like, was was that right up your alley to kind of program or study or that area, what you thought it was going to be after leaving high school and like kind of choosing that realm or that major? To be honest, um, I did not have all that planned. You know, um, it's something that I chose just to experiment with. And then... I found hackathons, which I really enjoy the most. And that's why I went that route. But yeah, okay. it was not the plan. <laughs> it was not the plan. <laughs> I did my freshman and sophomore year at UTA, then transferred to UT Dallas to finish my junior and senior year. So, Okay. So you had a, two different college experiences on different mm-hmm. campuses. Correct. And then when you finished UTD. Okay. Mm-hmm. And now what's your educational journey involved? So I'm still at UTD. Um, I'm doing my master's in business analytics with a focus okay. on data science. 
Okay. Business uh, analytics with a focus on computer science. Data science. Data science. Mm-hmm. So we're still talking big big brain energy right here. That like that. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. What doors do you hope that opens for you in the future? Like with those particular program areas of study, mm-hmm. we're talking master's degree, which will give you access to ideally what? So um, in the short term... I'm planning on becoming a business analyst. Okay. But then later on, uh, for the long-term goal, um, I'm aiming to become a project manager eventually. So that's what I really enjoy doing, planning and managing you know, um, things from the beginning to the end. So I feel I'm definitely built for that. But for sure, I know before I get there, you know, I have to you know, pick up on the skills uh, as a business analyst. Excellent. I, I was going to say um, that, that kind of is a really good segue into like my next question. So what skills, traits, or qualities do you feel like you possess mm-hmm. that will be highlighted um, as you finish your master's? Like what is this, what is this program brought out of you mm-hmm. that you hope to be able to implement to kind of be really effective in a potential role you have in the future? So, so before I get to that, so there's something that I may need to mention so after my undergrad, I started working as a software test engineer. Okay. So in that role, I had the opportunity to wear many hats. You won't believe it. Like uh, I was, uh, so today I may be um, testing a software and tomorrow I may be designing and, uh, you know, um, what the UI of a website is. So I was uh-huh. basically doing a lot of things. I was also managing projects. So I had to wear, you know, many hats and that definitely gave me a lot of skills. So um, that I was able to put on my resume. But for this program that I'm doing, it definitely requires you to be detail oriented. You know, you cannot let things go. You have to pick up on every detail in order to deliver exactly what the customer wants. So first is to be detail oriented. Second one is to be a self-starter, right? You cannot wait for people to give you, you know, instructions all the time. Otherwise, you're not really adding any value. To be a self-starter, be the person to go and ask the questions. I picked up on that. So detail-oriented, self-starter. And uh, the third one is probably to give back. That is, trust me, that is a soft skill to have, to be able to give back. So if you know something, try to pass it on, right? Try to help someone you see um, is in trouble. So mm-hmm. those are the three things so far that I can think of. I'm pretty sure there are more besides the obvious um, technical skills that I must have, right? Like uh, you, right. you must be able to, you know, to, to learn how to run a, um, a regression analysis. You must be able to have those communication skills. And yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's excellent. That That's really good. I Oh my gosh, students are going to love when I share this with them. <laughs> That's great. So you finished undergrad, then began working. So Mm -hmm. at what point did you decide you needed, how long after that first job or that first role you had, did you realize that there was still going to be more education desired or needed Mm -hmm. and that you were going to begin your master's? Like how long was that work period before you decided to pursue and start working on the master's degree? So I graduated in December 17th, uh, 2019, if I remember exactly. And then 2020 came. So um, I started my grad school in 2021. 
I think it was in the fall. So I actually started doing that because a lot of people in my field, that's the trend. You know, that's what they end up doing. But again, mm-hmm. it was not the reason why I did that. But uh, things came up in my work and I realized that it was just the next step, you know, for me to do. For example, uh, so when I'm testing a software, uh-huh. um, eventually I need to know how to collect reports, right? Right. <laughs> So I need to do, uh, generate reports for my manager. Then I also need to be able to interpret that report. I mean, it, it was just the next thing for me to do. <laughs> okay. Yeah. It made sense. December 17th, 2019. Okay. December 17th of 2017 is the day I remember I graduated with my master's. Oh. So you're, not, you're, not, you're not far behind that day. You said something about like it was, you knew it was coming. It was kind of a natural transition. Mm-hmm. When I decided to leave the classroom and, and assume a different role, I knew that while I was still teaching math and Algebra 2 and Algebra at Lake Highlands, I knew I was like, yep, there's more. And I'm going to need more education because I needed other tools. I needed additional skills to continue to serve students. So I'm glad you realized that. How far into your program are you right now? So, so that's a good question because I'm very close to finishing um, okay. Right Congrats. Uh, yeah. So right now I'm aiming to finish everything by summer. Okay. But, uh, this summer? Uh, yes. This summer. Okay. So, so you're going to add some uh, extra letters to your title here in the next, <laughs> uh, I guess, four or five, four months right now of recording. So yeah, yeah you're really close. That's great. Excellent. Yep. That is really, really great to hear. Mm-hmm. One of the things that I always ask most people that I interview or talk with, I talk about self-care. What do we do for our own mental health? You say you're up early in the morning walking. How early are we talking some mornings? <laughs> <laughs> so I wake up, uh, I usually wake up around 530. Okay. So, um, so 530, I make tea, drink some tea, and uh, I do some stretches, uh, some stretches because I don't like to just start walking like that. Um, so I started doing some stretches and then I just go, go for a walk at least for about an hour. Okay. Um, yeah. Then I'm back home. Then, uh, yeah. So either, um, I start planning for the day, um, going over, you know, uh, my to-do list, you know, or just, uh, do some small reading. That's, uh, okay. that's my morning routine. So you're out walking before, so it's still dark out. So, yeah. you, so you're one of those early morning workouters, so it doesn't matter if it's light out, dark out, you're going to get it in Yeah, yep. you do that daily. Okay. Do you still play tennis? I do. Okay. <laughs> I do. I remember. Like, I remember you playing, you know, you were an avid tennis player. If I'm not mistaken, you played varsity tennis for multiple years, but uh, yes. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I'm glad. Wow. So you have a short memory. <laughs> Well, I, I hope if I keep it sharp, it doesn't go away. I'm hoping that the, the little tidbits kind of come through a lot. Um, but I'll tell you this. I And here's what I remember. I, I remember that, one, you played tennis. Two, you were very soft-spoken at times, but also very confident. But I remember your, like you said, attention to detail that was very important to you. I don't think you can ace every quiz or test and get straight A's in my class if you're not detail-oriented if you don't pay attention to details. And I know you were always successful in math, but I know you were always successful in other classes as well. So I think that attests to you the kind of work that you put in, your work ethic, how you place a premium on hard work and focus. And I'm glad that it's paying off for you. I think it's really, really good that you still play tennis, which means you haven't lost the knack of it. (laughs) Because 
that's been 12 years. <laughs> so to be able to continue on that path, I think that's good. The physical activity obviously has its own benefits. And I think that's really great that you're able to stick with that. Thank you. You're still in the DFW area. Do you work full-time and school or did you take time off and focus completely on school right now? What's that balance like presently? Good question. So I was doing my full-time job. So I was um, a full-time student and I was also taking a part-time job. Um, So I was doing that from 2019 up until March of this year. And then that's when I started to kind of start taking things off, you know, off of my plate a little bit because Mm -hmm. I kind of want to, so at the end of my degree, I kind of want to start doing some uh, side projects, right? Uh, A few things. So I stopped doing my full-time job. So now Mm -hmm. I have my part-time job, me being a full-time student. So now I can do, you know, I can work on my side projects. When you say side projects, are these like entrepreneurship ventures or you putting your skills to use, not working for a specific company? Can you elaborate on that a little bit? Sure. So those are focused on uh, basically improving my skills as a uh, data scientist. So things that we're learning in class. So I do not want to let them just go to waste. Um, So I work on some uh, small projects. So it could be text analysis or it could be um, generating data analysis, you know, or just probably uh, talk to some friends on how to improve uh, a website. Those things. Okay. Well, you know what? If I build a website and I need help, I'm reaching out to you first because this is this, <laughs> this this is the year I turned 40. But well, by the time this episode releases, I'll be 41. And <laughs> I, I don't know what it is about this past 363 days, mm-hmm. but these past 363 days, I feel like my level of the acumen I have for social media has just completely fallen off. And I have, I am now reaching out to students, current and former, like, hey, trying to make this, trying to do this. And some of them are laughing at me like, oh, have you tried this? And I was like, nope, didn't even think about it. So it's interesting because I never paid as much attention to it, but I have students that are so willing to be the teacher and allow me to be their student. (laughs) (laughs) I think some of it's payback or some of it's just being able to tell me what to do after years of mentoring or just being that like adult in their life and now they're like I get to show you this and then they get to tell me when I'm wrong so it's actually (laughs) (laughs) have you had a chance to travel or like visit home I know you said where you were born earlier right Um, recently have you visited family that lives far away or have you had any recent travels that's actually (laughs) and that's actually (laughs) a very good question so last fall, my family, everyone else is my family. They went back, you know, um, to our um, our country, right, on Togo. And uh, uh-huh. they visited home, you know, and everyone. I was the only one who was not able to go. Oh, um, my gosh. So, yeah, I was the only one who was not. Because, I mean, again, uh, I was doing my, um, my full-time work and uh-huh. uh, also being a student. So I could not just leave like that. But uh, something that we're planning is uh, after I graduate this year, Next year, we plan on going, so that should be fun. Oh, that's great. Yeah. That's great that you, you're going to have that opportunity to, to travel and reconnect and, and see family again. Yeah. Look, it's early. I'm actually going to shower and get out of here and get to work. Uh, <laughs> it's testing season, and, and I'm sure you remember star tests and AP testing yes. and yes. <laughs> all that. We've got testing lined up for almost 15, 16 straight days. Oh, um, God. So it's going to be busy. Yeah. <laughs> 
this time of season, it is busy. Okay. John, I'm yeah. going to say thank you for your time. Uh, I'm going to have to stalk you more on social media. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> I, look, I look forward to seeing graduation pictures when you finish this summer. Sure. And, and thank you so much for allowing me to, you know, take this time with you. And uh, any final words? <laughs> so for me, okay, so two things that I wanted to say is, uh, first, uh, thank you for doing this podcast, right? Uh, things like this, you're kind of uh, reaching out back to uh, to students and uh, kind of asking them, you know, how their life is going and everything. Uh-huh. That is actually very, very um, generous of you to do. I definitely feel that we need more of those things going forward. So thank you again for doing that. Number two, so in your class, uh, something that I, <laughs> so in your class, something that I learned that still carries up until now is, uh, you know, the that equation you taught us, right? Y equals MX plus B. So that is used <laughs> everywhere. That is used everywhere, you know, in uh, like in our field uh, to do the regression analysis and all that. So I was going to say you mentioned yeah. regression analysis. I was like, oh my <laughs> so, gosh, look yeah. at that! I was going to make a correlation, yeah. which yeah. I probably will in the notes. But <laughs> yeah, so so just to make sure to tell your student, you know, to pay attention because it comes back later. <laughs> okay. Yes, yes. Yeah. I, you know, I'm gonna tell him that. Yeah. I 100 percent gonna say, "Hey, yeah. you heard it from the man himself. It's useful. He still uses it. It was not mm-hmm. just something I made you memorize for no reason." <laughs> ah, that is great. That is yeah. that is great. That is great. All right, John. Thank you so much for your time. Uh, we'll be in touch soon, and I appreciate you. Yep. Thank you again. All right. Take care, folks. That's a wrap. That'll do it for this episode of Talking Back to the Teacher Podcast. I'd like to thank my guest, Jean Dassault, my first Togolese student that I had. Um, thank you for your time. Thank you for your wisdom and your input and feedback. Like I said, when I share this with my students, I hope they uh, can glean away from some of the things that you share with us. Guys, if you like this podcast, feel free to like, subscribe, share it with your friends. Let's see how many folks we can get to listen to these um, and see how well they do. So I appreciate your time. Again, this has been another episode of Talking Back to the Teacher Podcast. Talking Back to the Teacher Podcast at gmail.com. And download, like, and subscribe to these uh, episodes. You can find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. And until next time, grace and peace.